Welcome to the Common Sense Leader Podcast. I am Sherry Rouse Maynard. And I am Vantrell Maynard. And today's topic, don't be offended. I'm just trying to help you drive. You know, we, we were in a very interesting conversation a few days ago because we were initially going to, uh, to talk about something else. And the more we started talking, I, the more I realized, wait a minute, I think this should be our next topic. And it comes from driving. It, it just you're a great, you're a good driver. You're a good driver. I consider you a good driver. I'm not a bad driver. No. But you know, you're a very confident driver. I'll put it that way. I think you're a more confident driver than I am. So when I am driving, one of the observations that you made is that when you offer help. I perceive it as distrust of me as a driver. And you were accurate. I mean, we, you know, August will be married, God willing, 17 years. So you know me. I could not deny that at all. I couldn't, I couldn't deny it. I had to admit, yes, there are times I, f I feel like, man, why don't you just trust my driving? And then I go real deep. Why don't you just trust my leadership? I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could perceive it as, man, I don't think she trusts me. But what you're really doing, and I believe it, you know, I, I, you're really trying to help because my driving just doesn't affect me. It affects everyone in the car with me. You, our daughters. So it takes a, a, a team effort because there may be certain things that I don't see. You know, and, and I know everybody's wondering, okay, are they using this podcast to air out stuff about their marriage and driving? No, <laughs> we're using it. <laughs> Because I, I think it speaks, I think it gives us, I, I think it's good to think about people who drive companies and drive organizations who are the drivers of local churches, the drivers of departments and higher ed and, and colleges, those that are drivers in our public school systems and, and our elementary schools, high schools, middle schools, and the list goes on and on and on. How you drive doesn't just affect you. Right. It affects others in your organization. Right. And if you're a CEO, and we have this term, so those for those that are tuning in, audience member that may not know what this means, I'm going to explain it to you because I was really going to name it this. Some, I was going to do something. I was going to call it the driver and the shotgun, and you were just like, no, and thought about it. No, nah, that's not a good title. But there is a phrase called, I got shotgun. You know, basically, you are in the passenger seat. So there's the driver, and then the, there's the person riding shotgun. When they say, I'm riding shotgun, that's what that means. Now, just to bring some clarity to our audience members that may not be up to speed. But you have to have that good passenger. If a CEO is, is going to be the driver, and they are the driver of that organization, of that company, then you got to have a good COO or CFO in that's riding shotgun in that passenger seat because they're able to see things that you don't see. A few, few nights ago, we were driving and it was foggy and it was scary. Like, it was scary. It was one road we were passing. Oh my gosh, it seemed like a scene from a horror movie. I felt like I was a part of a Stephen King novel and something was about to happen. I was like, let me get out of this fog. But one of the things that I had to do is I had to slow down. But what I was subconsciously doing was accelerating. 
and you don't accelerate in fog if you can't really see what's in front of you you have to really drive slow and carefully because you can run into someone and I, I was and sometimes that can happen with a CEO you you you're ex I mean you're putting your foot to the gas and you're spending all this money and your CFO is like slow down with the spending right. <laughs> and you know so when we think about those types of examples of people who are driving the or driving the car driving the organization driving the company you have other passengers that are equipped to help you to drive and you know and not to take it personally if they offer help to you yeah so the visibility right so you were giving an example about the fog and how you have to focus i'm thinking about leaders who are driving right in, in this example the leaders are driving and those leaders have to keep their eyes focused on what is ahead um, they can't be looking behind them they can't frolic in the back seat trying to figure out what the kids are doing and so on and so forth uh just speaking you know proverbially they have to be focused on what is happening in front of them, aware of the blind spots, but focused on what's happening ahead. It's amazing that when you're driving, if you take your eyes off the road for like a split second to pick up your cell phone, even mm -hmm. though you shouldn't be doing that, mm -hmm. or to you drop something on the ground and you're mm -hmm. trying to reach and you're trying to pick it up for a split second, when you take your eyes off the road, your car begins to veer. If you take your eyes off the road going to the left, then your car veers in the direction that you take your eyes off of. And so now you're crossing into other lanes. You're putting the people, yourself and the people that you are leading at risk because you're failing to focus. You said something very powerful just then. You said the fog uh, inhibited your visibility, mm -hmm. right? And you are accelerating into the fog, even though the fog was inhibiting your ability to see what was lying ahead. And so in those moments, you have to slow things down just a mm -hmm. tad and be very careful as the leader when you have things that happen in front of you or in front of your organization, in front of your church, in front of your entrepreneurial business that require you to slow down a tad. And, be, and beyond that, to tailgate on something else that you said, the, the shotgun or the people that are on your team, right, the CFO, the COO, and other people in key leadership positions have the capacity to drive, even though they don't have the responsibility to drive. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to take advantage of the team that surrounds you and not feel like you have to bear the load yourself. I know we, we've talked previously, or you've heard me say previously that for long distance trips, right? If you're really going someplace far, Mm -hmm. And and if you're in business, you want your business to go someplace far. If you're uh, leading a university, if you're leading a five, Fortune 500 company, if you're leading, if you're a politician, mm -hmm. truthfully, you want your term to go someplace far and hopefully to get reelected. You want you want to go the distance, mm -hmm. right? And so if yes. you want to go the distance, it's going to require you to uh, surround yourself with people who have the capacity to lead. And be subject matter experts in the their respective areas of leadership, mm -hmm. but then you have to trust that there has mm -hmm. to be equity because otherwise, that's that points to when the leader is driving, but there's a misinterpretation of help, mm -hmm. right? Because of that mistrust, so it's important for 
that that segues into communication. Yeah. You can't be an effective shotgun if you're not talking. You have to talk, but then it goes back to: Are you afraid to help out for fear of being misperceived? Right. Because if you have that fear, you're going to be reluctant to speak up. Mm -hmm. But being reluctant to speak up, what if we crash, or we mm. are, or we veer off on off the road in right. a ditch? Right. What's going to happen is the person that's driving is going to say, "Why didn't you say anything?" Right. But the person who didn't say anything is going to say, well, that when I helped you previously, you have an attitude or you right. perceive it in a, in a negative manner it's, it's because your, your, your perception is not positive when I do help because I'm trying to help not just you, but I'm trying to help all of us because how you drive affects me too. And, you know, it's, it's something else that you said about, you know, making sure that you're not distracted. One of the things that you were doing while I was driving a few nights ago, you were watching the game, and I'm driving, and you noticed I kept, I would slow down a couple of times, <laughs> or kind of, I slightly veered, because I was kind of like putting my, trying, trying to fool myself, thinking I could kind of take a peep at the game that you were watching on your phone and drive. No, cannot do that. Because when you're drive, when you're the driver, you don't have the luxury to engage in certain things. Mm-hmm. As the passengers, there's certain things you cannot afford to engage in because you must be focused because you're driving. Mm -hmm. You're the visionary. Yeah. You're driving the car. You're driving the organization. You're driving the local church. You're driving the school. I can't engage that. Oh, man, that's awesome. But I, I can't engage that right now because I'm behind the wheel. Yeah. And if I take my eyes off of what's in front of me to look at what you're engaged in and that you have the luxury of being engaged in, mm -hmm. I can end up crashing our organization. And crashing the organization, you know, when you have a CEO who drives recklessly, I talked about that already, but he drives recklessly, they crash the organization, now people's livelihoods are at stake. Yeah. Now people are laid off. People have to feed their families. They want to. They want to provide for their families. They want to make sure there's meat on the table and all of those things. But when you are not driving responsibly or using the people that are in the car with you, they have eyes and they can see things that you, as great of a driver as you may be, sometimes <laughs> you can get slightly distracted and you need that person to say hey 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 calm down be careful you know mm -hmm. and i i just think it's essential you know for people who are who are drivers to make sure that you're you know you're, you're not getting upset with the people who are there to help you yeah while you were talking I, I saw an image um to tailgate on when you were giving an example of you're driving ahead and having to maintain focus and you can't take your eyes off the road. In addition to that, not only will it affect how you proceed forward and taking your eyes off the road and could cause you to crash, but it could cause you to miss a turn. Mm -hmm. So when you're leading, mm -hmm. when you're leading, the route is not always just the straight route. There are times where you have to be astute enough to pivot. And you have to be perceptive enough to to make an adjustment to the route, right? Because mm -hmm. there's an accident ahead, or I, I I see I see the clouds ahead, and I know an alternative path mm -hmm. that'll mm -hmm. get us to our destination mm -hmm. and get us there safely. But if you're distracted by the things that are happening around you, you can miss a turn. 
Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, there, there's a phrase that people use, say, stay in your lane. You know, there's an old saying, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. And we use it, I know people have used it at nauseum, but it it's it's on point. And I want to use this as an example. I want to use pastors, for example. You know, you're so busy looking at somebody else's church or what they're doing. And some things you can take, but you can't take your eyes off of the road and stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. You have to really stay in your lane and, may, and, and not get so distracted by the car someone else is driving mm. that you're not driving your car <laughs> you're not driving your car you know effectively and you're not being efficient with how you're steering the wheel and all of those things because you're taking your eyes off of the road and trying to look at what somebody else is doing what and and where their lane is you end up what veering off you end up veering off because you've gotten distracted by what someone else is doing and, I'll, and I'm, I'm going to say this that's why it, when, when smaller churches go to big conferences some of the things you can apply but some things can't be applicable because they only pertain to the size of that particular church and conference they were, they're categorically a mega church because of the numbers mm -hmm. but you're trying to bring mega church as far as what they're doing resources and everything else and you're trying to cram it into what you're doing drive your car and drive it effectively mm -hmm. and not get so distracted only want to use that you know because that that can happen and it can happen with or, or nonprofits it can happen with you know organizations and things like that you're so busy focusing what do you do how well do you drive your vehicle how well do you drive your vehicle and I'll say I'll say in addition to that know where you're going before you take get behind the wheel mm -hmm. know where you're going don't drive aimlessly mm -hmm. right there is time there's a time and place for all things but what because we're talking about leadership and we're talking about leadership in families leadership in business leadership in corporate America and so on and so forth there should be a very defined destination where where we are going where are we going and then focus on that uh it's a, it's a line out of alice in the wonderland and i'm going to paraphrase it probably kill it and chop it up but in a roundabout way to summarize it it just says you know if, if you you're guaranteed to get there if you're if you're if you're going nowhere because mm. you're just going to be driving aimlessly so while you're driving use your shotgun don't be affected don't be discouraged. Don't be misinterpret the help that's around you. You know. And it's okay to say, "I'm tired. Of, uh, let let me take a break from driving." Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's okay. Now you you're still the one who's primarily driving the vehicle, but it doesn't hurt to pull the vehicle aside and ask the passenger, "Do you mind driving?" Right. Can you drive maybe 50 miles until I get some rest? Mm -hmm. Because leaders become burnt out because they don't want to ask anybody else. They, they want to be the only people that are driving the organization. Well, if you're the only person that drives the organization and something happens to you, something, an emergency, a family emergency or something that's life-threatening happens to you, can you bring, or, or, you know, just things, life, life happens. 
can you you have people like you mentioned previously who are capable of helping you drive so sometimes it's okay to say i'm tired can you drive a little bit and then when i get my rest and i'm recharged i'm gonna come back and take the wheel all right good people we're not out of content but we are definitely out of time for this episode so be sure to tune in for the next episode of the common sense leader podcast with Ventro maynard until then be good do good peace